So the big question is, how do healthcare experts like you generate more income, impact more people, and create businesses that work around their lifestyle and serve their family? If you want the answer to that question, then you're in the right place at the right time. Whether you are a physical therapist, a dietitian, an occupational therapist, a chiropractor, MD, or other healthcare expert, this is for you. My name is Javier Carlin, and welcome to Healthcare Business Radio. Join me and follow along as I learn, apply, and share the top business growth strategies that I'm currently using to grow my own business and to help you grow yours, using only the best insights and advice from top industry leaders. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Healthcare Business Radio. This is your host, Dr. Javier Carlin. And today I'm excited to bring you a very special guest. And more importantly, my first mentor and friend, Greg Todd. Greg is a physical therapist. He's a co-owner of three outpatient clinics, the co-owner of a of smart virtual staff, a multi six-figure company in the Philippines, the creator of the SSHC movement, Smart Success Healthcare, where he has helped over 725 plus healthcare experts flip the script and start and or grow their business. He's also the creator of SSHC Live, the top conference for healthcare experts on the planet. Greg, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me, my friend. I appreciate you. Yeah, absolutely. GT, for those of you, for those that don't know of you, um, would you mind just sharing a little bit about your background and how you got to where you are today? Oh, um, so I am a guy that didn't want to be like my father. Sorry, dad. I love you. But I didn't want to be like my dad uh, because my dad was an entrepreneur. Um, my dad made the probably the most amount of money from all of his other um, five brothers and sisters. But um, we never remember the good, right? We only remember the bad. And I remember my dad falling on some hard times in the mid 80s. And um, I felt like that led to lots of marital problems with my parents. And because of that, I said, you know what? I don't want to be an entrepreneur. I'm going to go and get the most stable job there is in America. So I became a physical therapist. <laughs> and basically, that's what I decided to do. I went to Florida International University in 1995, um, went to physical therapy school at Florida, uh, Florida International University in 1997 and became a physical physical therapist at the end of 2000. Uh, and about three and a half years into it, I realized that, wait a minute, this is not working. Even though I had the stability, um, I didn't have the freedom and I didn't have the freedom to do the things that I wanted to do with my patients, the way that I wanted to do it and with who I wanted to do it with. Uh, and it had very little to do with money, but it had to do with those things and time. And, um, I didn't have a lot of time to spend with my wife of three years who was pregnant with our second child and it started to create problems in our marriage. So here we are now. My dad was the entrepreneur and he went on some hard times and it created problems in his marriage. And I was not an entrepreneur and I was now having problems in my marriage. And so I realized that, well, shoot, since you don't have problems in your marriage, I might as well be the entrepreneur <laughs> and at least have the freedom. So I decided to become an entrepreneur. Since then, I've gone on to create the businesses that you have talked about, but more importantly, um, create time freedom for myself, financial freedom for myself, 
and help others create time and financial freedom as well. And it's been such a beautiful, beautiful journey. Yeah, that, that, that's amazing. And, um, and I, I, you know, kind of just looking back at, at how, um, I was, you know, first attracted to like your, the message that you, that you were putting out there, the podcast that I was listening to, like a podcast much like this one, right. Where, um, you were, you were saying some stuff that, I was, uh, that caught my attention because I, I had a very similar, you know, experience, uh, growing up as well. And my parents were also entrepreneurs and they, you know, they, they had a business that ultimately ended up failing and so did their, their marriage. So, um, I think that it's, it's just crazy. Cause I, I had these beliefs back then. Right. And it was, it was either, or it was one or the other. You couldn't have the successful business and the, and the family life as well. And you were the, the person that broke those beliefs, uh, those limiting beliefs that I had and allowed me to really, you know, move forward in the direction that, that I'm in now, uh, to see a world of possibilities and know that, Hey, you can actually, you can have it all. And it's definitely possible. So I know I've said it so many times before, but thank you for that. You're very welcome, man. You're very welcome. It's an honor. And thank you for following through with, um, with what you have said you wanted to do. There's nothing greater to someone else than seeing people actually say they want something and then relentlessly go after it. It's the greatest gift you could ever give someone. That's it. Mm. Man. Yeah. So, so kind of, um, you know, I know we, we don't have a lot of time. Uh, we're definitely going to have to bring you, bring you back onto the show. I know we, we have a limited amount of time today, but what, if you don't mind telling us, like, what was one of your, your biggest failures? And I, I say failures, but obviously we kind of see things differently where a failure is a, a, a opportunity to, to learn. Right. Yeah. And, and to, to, uh, take some insights and wisdom from that and, and, and use that in an application to actually, um, you know, create something even better or, or whether it's a better life, a better business. So it, from your perspective, what's been one of the biggest failures that you've experienced? Oh, I mean, yeah. that's the problem. The episode, it can be long. So <laughs> it's like, I mean, I could give you plenty. I mean, I mean we, we, we could go on, we could, we could make this a marathon if you want. Um, so, so, uh, you know, I mean, I'll give you one, um, you know, when I, first started on my entrepreneur journey. Um, I took out a hundred thousand dollar loan on my house. This is in 2005. Uh, took out a line of credit of a hundred thousand dollars, uh, decided to put 70,000 of it to opening up a physical therapy clinic in Wesley chapel. Um, I took 20,000 of it and thought I was investing in a foreign currency exchange, a Forex uh, market, which ended up being a Ponzi scheme. So I lost $20,000 there. I took 10,000 and was able to um, get another loan for an additional, I think it was 10,000 and buy a home in Valrico, Florida. That was supposed to be a flip of a brand new townhouse. So it ended up being like the show flip or flop, it ended up being flipped and it flopped. And I ended up um, having to short sell that home. So two of my first three investments as an entrepreneur were an utter failure. Um, And renewal rehab didn't start out blazing as well. And I've told you that many times, it never started out, you know, blazing. It was hard. It was really difficult. So two of my first three investments were a failure 
Um, and you think I was questioning my entrepreneur abilities? I sure as heck was, but I also realized something else. I didn't have a damn choice. <laughs> there was nowhere else to go. So I just said, there's one more left and I'm going to put every single thing into it. And I did, but those are my first two failures of many. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, and, and we were talking a little bit even before this, this uh, episode. Uh, and I feel like a lot of people would have taken that as, Oh, it's a sign. <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm not meant to do this. Oh, so, it, oh, it, oh, it was a sign. It was yeah. a sign that I need to get crack a lack. Yeah. It yeah. was a sign that you better make it work. Hey, by the way. Yeah. So after those two investments failed, right. Utterly yeah. failed. And I was like, I couldn't even believe it. My, my cousin kept on telling me, yeah, I think we're going to get the money back. <laughs> and it's like three years later. I think we're getting money back. Like, okay, we ain't getting no money back. But you know something? I remember one day, I'll never forget this. I was in Wesley Chapel. I had gone to maybe my fourth doctor office of the morning. I'm just being rejected and rejected and rejected. And you're like, why do you keep on coming in here? And I was like, I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't know why I'm coming in here. I went to my car. I started crying like a big old baby. I I called my wife. She's at home with the babies. And I was like, babe, I think I made a mistake. She goes, <laughs> you already got us into this, so go figure it out. Bye, I got to change diapers. <laughs> I'll never forget that day because that day told me, well, it doesn't matter if you made a mistake. It doesn't matter if it's a sign. It didn't matter. Either you're going to go make it happen or you ain't eating tonight. So I went and I made it happen, baby. And here we are. <laughs> Oh my God. That's awesome. That was a sign. Carrie Todd was a sign. <laughs> said, said, don't even bring your broke ASS home. <laughs> because you better go go figure it out. You better go, you better go, you better go hold up some doctor's office and say, give me your patience, or I'll kill it. You, you do whatever you need to do. Okay, because you ain't coming home until you figure this out. So it's okay. Just just stay out there. Stay out there until you until you bring on the money. Oh my goodness. That, that, that is great. And, and just to get together everyone some context, right? Cause obviously it's that, that was what, how, how many years ago was that? Oh uh, man, it was probably 15 years ago, 15 years ago now. Yeah. Right. And, and just recently, and again, it's just to kind of show like the, and again, it didn't happen overnight. Right. I feel like that, that's another topic for another day. Uh, but, but anyway, it's just one of those things where um, just to give everyone some context who's listening, it's like, Oh man, I wonder, I wonder what happened next. Well, we might, we might bring uh, GT on here again. So you, so you might find out more about that story. Um, but, you know, recently, recently you last year, was it last year? It was like a couple of years now you had a, a million dollar day. Right. So like what's and I know this again, this is we can go on for days talking about this thing. But what's like the the mindset shift that you have to go from someone who is starting off, you know, has that mindset of like, oh, I just failed like two out of three times initially in my in my first business. to now, you know, several years later, having having a day like that, like what like what does something someone have to believe or what's that shift that has to happen to to even think that's possible to even think it's possible? I mean, yeah. To me, I don't think there's one thing, yeah. um, but you have to have a quantum shift. Mm. Okay. And, and most people think that, um, that everything has to gradually improve. Mm. 
Uh, here, let me say that again. Most people think that everything has to gradually improve. For instance, when we work out, I know you work out, Javi. Mm-hmm. I'm working out. I'm doing Whoa. a program, you know, and guns, but you know man. something? Yeah, man. <laughs> and and by the way, um, Javi, I've lost, um, you know, 14 pounds. I've lost 14 pounds in the last 42 days. Okay. Um, and, and I'm just feeling amazing. I'm feeling like I did. At, at my best fitness, you know, level, um, I'm taking really good care of my body. But the truth of the matter is, is that when you are trying to improve physically, you have gradual improvements. There's not been any day where it's like, Whoa, I went on a scale and lost all this. No, it's like, I lose a pound. I gain two, lose three, you know, nothing, 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 nothing. One up, two down, one up, two down. Right. And it just does it's, it's gradual. It's gradual. Okay. In business, it doesn't not ha- have to happen that way. So in order for you to have a $1.9 million day, like what I had, you have to believe in the quantum leap. And I don't think most people believe that because they haven't been trained that way. They believe that everything is inch by inch by inch by inch. And that works for the physical, but that, that, that does not work for the mental. You can actually have quantum leaps. So I knew that if I put myself in a predicament, to where I could have a vehicle that would actually allow the quantum leap to happen. It could happen. So that's how you do it. You know, it's not just a lucky day. I mean, I've done $500,000 in a weekend. I've done $300,000 in a day. I, I understand the quantum leap. And I think most people don't understand the quantum leaps. Wow. I'm sure everyone's like, I want to understand the quantum leaps. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, I would too if I was you. I mean, I would too if I was you. It's very simple stuff. Yeah. Maybe you bring me on again and I'll talk about it. Hey, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Um, Greg, so so for for those who for those healthcare experts out there right now who are looking to start their own either side hustle or business or and I know this, these are two different types of people, but, or are currently in business, but they're feeling stuck. What, what piece of advice or words of wisdom would you give to, to both those who are thinking about taking the leap? Number one, and number two, those who are in business, but are not feeling like they're gaining traction. Right. You know, I'd say this, I'd say, you know, first of all, you need to have clarity on what you want. Hmm. And I, and, and you're probably like, Oh, I heard that before. Blah, blah. I was like, okay, but you obviously, if you've heard it and you're stuck, you're not doing it. Um, when you know what you want, that's number one. And the thing that you say you want, you want it so bad. You will start to do lots of crazy things to get it. Right. Like if you've ever been to a Mardi Gras, if you ever been to in Tampa, we have this thing called Gasparilla. It's amazing what people will do for beads because they want it so bad. They want it so bad. They're willing to do some crazy stuff. And when you want something so bad, you will question how to get it. You will pay people to figure out, did you get this before? How did you get it? You will go to places to go figure out how to get it. But the truth of the matter is, is that I think most healthcare professionals that are thinking of going into business or thinking that they want to grow their business or thinking that they don't want to be stuck are just thinking about it. And that's the reason why they're continuing to stay stuck because they don't really want it bad enough. Their situation that they're coming out of is not good, but 
they can continue to deal with it if needed. They just don't want it bad enough. And when you want it bad enough, you will start to answer questions. You'll start to get your questions answered. Uh, When you want it bad enough, you won't be distracted when you're listening to this podcast. You'll go in a room and you'll tell your kid, shut up. I'm, I'm listening to this. He's teaching me to quantum leap. And that's what you'll do. But if you don't want it bad enough, I mean, there's, there's, there's nothing I can tell you. You're going to probably stay stuck. So that's the biggest thing you have to do is you have to ask yourself, what do I want? And that thing that I want, do I actually want it so bad that I'm willing to basically do whatever it takes to learn how to get it? And if that's you, then you'll get it. If that's not you, you're not going to get it. Yeah. That, that's so gold. And so many people are going to listen to that and be like, exactly what you said. Oh, I've heard that before. Or yeah, that's that simple. That's basic. It's that simple. It's, it really is. You have like, and I, I, it's crazy and mind blowing to me that, that in school, they don't ask us, it's, not, it's always, Hey, what job do you want? What career do you want to go? It's just like, no, what do you want? Yeah. But why would they ask you that? Right. Cause that's, yeah. Why, why would school ask you that? Yeah. Because if you actually started to dream, mm-hmm. if school allowed you to dream, yeah. then school would have to also give you the tools and the vehicle to be able to execute on that tree. Mm. School does not have the capability, the knowledge and the wherewithal to actually give you the tools to execute on your dreams. That's why dreams are suppressed. Mm. Yeah. So the truth is that most people haven't asked themselves what they wanted. The only time they said that they wanted something was to graduate. It had nothing to do with how they wanted their life to be, the type of income they wanted to make, the amount of people they wanted to help in their community, the amount of time freedom that they wanted, how much time they want to be able to spend with their kids. Do you want to homeschool your kids? Do you not want to homeschool your kids? Do you want a vacation six times a year, seven times a year, eight times a year, 10 times a year, every single month, three days a month, four days a month, five days a month? See, we, we don't even allow any of those things to happen because if you did, now you disrupt the whole system. The institution. Yeah. So we can't have that. That's why all this stuff is so taboo. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's big. Uh, this, this was great. Yeah. Greg, we're going to definitely uh, going to have to bring you back on uh, to share some, some more, some more gold with everyone. So uh, for now, do you mind sharing with the audience where they can keep up with you? If they'd like to learn more about you and your work. Yeah, sure. You can go to my uh, website is gregtodtv.com. Uh, you can see basically what I'm about. And um, there's some free uh, things that you can download there to at least get um, indoctrinated into my world. Um, and if you want to follow me on social media, I'm pretty much Greg Todd PT on YouTube. It's a couple of videos on there you can check out. <laughs> um, uh, Instagram, uh, you know, I'm on there. I'm on Facebook and I'm everywhere, man. I just lo- I love, you know, I love what I do. I love doing it. Uh, and even better, I get paid for it. It's like just freaking dream situation. It's amazing. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much uh, for your time and uh, looking forward to, to chatting again soon. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the show. I know your time is valuable and I know that you are here to learn how to build a successful business. So I have something special just for you. If you are a healthcare expert who is in business or is aspiring to be, and you're curious about how to grow a profitable, impactful business, then you are going to want to pay attention because as a listener of this show, I want you to win. So I've created a bundle of resources exclusively for the listeners of Healthcare Business Radio. 
If you are tired of trying to figure out this game of business, marketing, and sales all on your own, and you are ready to implement what's already proven to work, rather than reinventing the wheel, you are going to want to head over to healthcarebusinessradio.com forward slash insider. And there you will find over $7,000 worth of trainings, resources, and coaching that is only available for listeners of this show. So if you want to know how to increase your income, impact more people, and build a business that works for the lifestyle that you want and that serves your family at the highest possible level, head over to healthcarebusinessradio.com forward slash insider right now so you can win big in your healthcare business and in life.